0: and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again,
1: 1-800-686-3910. Call now. I, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm sick of politics. I'm I have been it just it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Um the other day when when uh, Trump uh, decided he was not going to take part in the um in the latest debate, Glenn walked in the back door and said, uh, here at the studio, he says, So uh what do you think of, of Trump dropping out? I, said, I I don't know. He said, Do you think it's gonna hurt him? I said, No. I don't think it's gonna hurt him at all. And of course it you know, it may it may or may not have with his with his loss in, in Iowa. But the thing that gets me the most <clears throat> and and with, with Glenn and Pat and Stu and Jeffy Talking about Trump in the way that they have. um, The one thing I've tried to get across to them is that I think Donald Trump has the same. People like him for the same reasons that they like Glenn and the guys. Neither of them have filters. Talking about Glenn and, and, and Trump. They both speak unfiltered. They speak what's on their mind. They say it unapologetic and they go for it. And I think that's fascinating that as much as as much as Glenn and, and the guys cannot stand Donald Trump I I think there's some irony in the fact that they are both popular for some of the same reasons. Not necessarily politically but from an emotional standpoint which is I think where everybody's coming from on the Trump front. Um but that's as far as I really have I've gotten into politics. I've I've successfully avoided watching any of the debates, <clears throat> albeit for the um, for the highlights of the debates. Uh, they're fascinating in 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 some sense, but to me, until it comes down to the to the you know final two or three, it's a giant waste of time. They all say the same thing, you know, give or take. Uh, none of them follow through on on anything they're going to say or on anything that they're going to do, and after a while, it just becomes such a, a mishmash of of quotes and of, of you know mudslinging and everything else. It just it gets very very old. Um, even Barbara Bush, who, if you remember, she did not want Jeb to to get into the race. She said we've even even Barbara Bush was saying we've had enough of we've had enough Bushes in the office. Her quote I thought was great. She says, I don't think of Trump much at all. And, of course, I'm, I'm behind Jeb 100%. My, my whole theory on, on, on Trump is that he, didn't, he doesn't really want the job. He just wants to win. So I'm not sure if he did win the nomination and or the uh, presidential race, if he'd really know, A, what to do with it, or, B, if he would actually accept it, which is actually kind of good news for Cruz, who, by the way, is in the pocket of Goldman Sachs if you listen to Ron Paul. It's a good thing there's other stuff to watch on television. All right, uh, where is Jeffy, by the way? Um, And this is a first for The Blaze. The 2016 Super Bowl breakfast is going to air on The Blaze at noon Eastern, 11 Central, uh, tomorrow morning, uh, right here on The Blaze. It's before the Super Bowl uh, coverage begins, before the entire universe meets on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Actually, it's in California. Uh, Glenn, Pat, Stu, and Jeffy, they're all attending the breakfast. Um, At the breakfast, the Bart Starr Award will be awarded to this year's player, voted on by other NFL players. (laughs) I don't know if I should tell you this or not. (laughs) Glenn said, who's Bart Starr? Oh, gosh. Uh, As having outstanding character, integrity, and leadership, you'll see a great lineup of uh, speakers, including Tony Dungy. Roger Staubach, it was Roger Staubach. He didn't know who it was. Uh, Mike Ditka and uh, recent addition Steve Young. We'd like to uh, thank the exclusive sponsor of the program, Retirement HQ. It's powered by Advisors Excel. Uh, this is a great company. It's one of the uh, largest financial planning organizations in the country. It's still located in Topeka, Kansas, right down the road from where I used to live. By uh, three buddies who work every day to honor their parents by doing business with uh, great honor. And faith as well. So that's uh, starting tomorrow at eleven a.m. Central, right here on the Blaze on the television side of the Blaze. Uh, our big uh, twenty sixteen Super Bowl breakfast. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting, uh, very interesting event. So I hope that you will be able uh, to watch that. Uh, what's big on the Blaze right now? And this is this really um, this was <laughs> something I thought was uh, quite fascinating. Uh, the uh, Oscar bags, and what's in? The, have you have you seen this? What's what's uh, all the uh, attendees at the um, Oscars are getting? You know, every year, if you, whether or not you win, you if you go to the Oscars, if you were nominated for an Oscar, you are given a, a, a giant goodie bag, and they've always been you know full of interesting, shall we say it, um, goodies, for for lack of a better word. Um, this year is no different. Um, and as a matter of fact, this year, the bags are worth, <clears throat> wait for it, $200,000. Who says you're not a winner if you just get nominated? Um, all right, so the uh, the bags this year, this is just absolutely amazing, 200000 The bag is aimed to be a blend of fabulous, fun, and functional items meant to thrill and pamper those who may have everything money can buy but still savor the simple joy of a gift. Boy, there's a line for you. Uh, Included in the bag this year, a $55,000 trip to Israel. That'd be fun. A $54,000 trip to Japan, a one-year supply of Audi A4 rentals worth uh, $45,000, and a $6,300 donation of pet food to an animal shelter. That's pretty cool. That's that's a good one right there. Uh, the bag um, also was said to contain um, items of a, of a more risque nature, uh, such as a $250 wearable sex toy designed to provide Hollywood couples a more Pleasurable sexual experience. It's a, a female vibrator described as a device that not only provided stimulating vibes, but also gentle suction. And there you have it. Uh, another unusual item inside the Oscar bag this year. <laughs> a vampire breast lift. I don't know if this is for vampires or if it's... a uh, It's valued at $1,900 according to the Vampire Breast Lift website. The procedure uses your own blood to rejuvenate the breasts. I'm assuming this is for the women and not for the men. Although there are some men out there, I guess, who could use it. Uh, The result of this Vampire Breast Lift is a um, younger appearing skin and increased volume of fatty tissue. That's uh, what it all promised. The uh, 88th uh, Annual Academy Awards will take place this year on February uh, February 28th. <laughs> That's just, wow. Who knew that so much fun could be stuffed into a $200,000 bag? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, so one of the uh, highlights of, um, of the past, uh, well, I guess the past three weeks for me, Um, has been The X-Files. And um, I don't know if if you've been watching The X-Files or not, but uh, they've rebooted, essentially, they've rebooted the series. It started back in, what, 93? And if you ask me, The X-Files has not missed a beat. I think they were absolutely brilliant in everything that they've done, Uh, right down to the fact that they brought back the original open, even even the original open with with the um, uh, the original pictures of the, the Duchovny and Jillian Anderson and, and uh, Mitch Peleggi or Peleggi or however you say his name Skinner Walter Skinner uh, I just thought that was genius because it tells you you're going to get exactly you know what you what you were used to back in its heyday and the really good news is that the um, the ratings for the the rebooted X Files have been stellar. I guess they've been just as, just as good as the, uh, as the show was during its heyday, which is pretty cool. And I think you actually will see the show come back with more than just six episodes. Uh, you know, this is a, they're half done now. They've done the um, first three of the six-episode special event, as they call it. I think this was just them dipping their toe in the water to see if people would watch. And, in fact, people are watching uh, if you combine it not only with the um, Day of Air, but also the um, people who record it. You know, it, it, all, it all boils down to money, of course, as does everything. But I think you'll see that this this will return in some form. I, Duchovny has said he does not, of course, want who, to, to go back to a 20-episode 20, 20 season. That would be pretty grueling. I think that's part of the problem with, with episodic television is that they just beat you to death with it. Um, And especially as an actor, yeah, I know they make a lot of money. But still, to do 20, 21 episodes a season, that's not only hard work, but if you think about just the writers having to come up with um, the different plot lines, I mean, eventually you just start pulling things out of your rear end because you've got to come up with 21 episodes. Whereas things on on cable, um, uh, The Red Road, perfect example. I mean, they they only do what, eight, ten episodes a season and therefore the stories are just, I mean, they are right on it. Um, and I think that's that's going to be the key with the X-Files. So far, they've captured not only the, the overarching theme of the show, which was uh, UFOs and the government conspiracy, and they've updated it brilliantly. Joel McHale in the first episode was just he was great. The connection to Glenn, I thought was fascinating. And if you haven't seen this yet, if you watch the first episode, it was called "My Struggle." The uh, Tad O'Malley show was um, the character played by um, Joel McHale, and if you, uh, I think it was called the Truth Squad, was the name of his show in the X Files. And if you look at his logo, and then you compare it with. Uh, Glenn's older logo. I think you will see the comparison, and I think you will see the. Um, I think you'll see the tie-in. I, I think he was based quite a bit, quite a bit on Glenn. Um, there were some Easter eggs in um, the latest episode of the X Files, the Weremonster Monster episode, and this. I have to tell you, was Darren Morgan who wrote and directed this episode, which was on last Monday. I love Darren Morgan. He is. I think he he's responsible for some of the best X Files episodes uh, of the original series, and he wrote and directed this one. And some of the things that they snuck in, well, they didn't even really sneak them into the episode. Uh, but the 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 things that they put into the episode that were from the original series, for example, the uh, the two paint huffing stoners at the very beginning of the the teaser scene. Um, They had appeared in two of the previous uh, X-Files episodes from season three. The War of the Prophesies, which I never can say, but it's the one about the cockroaches with Bambi. She was in it. And Quagmire. (laughs) Do you ever think life is so amazing, one of them asked, that maybe we shouldn't waste it by getting high all the time? They haven't changed at all. Um, Mulder and Pencils. They uh, brought that back. Uh, he's throwing them at the ceiling, but uh, this time he's throwing them at the uh, poster on the wall that says, I want to believe. Um, I thought this one was clever too. They worked in how he dies uh, or how Mulder dies. But if you think back to the episode of Clyde Buckman, uh, Clyde Buckman's final repose, um, he said that the, uh, the agent's life would end as a result of autoerotic asphyxiation. And that's, uh, well, it's kind of what they alluded to in this episode. And then Scully, if you, again, if you really followed it closely enough, Scully, uh, because of the alien DNA, she's theoretically immortal, which she, of course, says in this episode. I, all I'm saying is you've, you've really got to, oh, and there's a couple more. I'll, I'll get to those in, in just a minute. But if you were waiting to watch The X-Files... Don't wait any longer. Go to Hulu or, um, or or the Fox website and watch these. I mean, they have done a first-rate job of uh, really bringing back the essence of the show. Uh, a couple more of them I will bring to you here in just a second. Uh, it's uh, about 20 past the hour. This is the Jeff Fisher Radio Program. I am Brad Staggs filling in for Jeffy this morning on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken